What do you do when you're facing challenges to remember that God is all there is? How do you apply spiritual principle in the real world? What are your daily spiritual practices? These are the kinds of questions we'll talk about in this show. Your hosts, Leslie and Tracy, will share their experiences, but also want to learn from your insights, your questions, and your suggestions. So, don't just listen in. Call us with your comments. Are you ready to say yes, yes, yes to spirit? Yes. <laughs> I'll, 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 go, I'll go in with one yes so far. <laughs> Welcome to Say Yes to Spirit, and um, we're so glad you joined us today. And I'm sure there is no accident that you are listening to this show because our theme today is synchronicity. Love that theme, love that theme. And um, I'm trying to remember what our theme was last week as we try to connect the dots. Violence. Backwards to forwards. Violence. Now that's interesting to try to connect some connection between violence and synchronicity. Yeah, but you're so good at it. Yeah, I know that's you it. just the take a breath and start rambling that <laughs> a connection will come, come out come, of nowhere. Come, come. Per- perhaps the idea of that uh, if I'm living in the synchronicity of life that I would uh, not be connected to the violence. Although, you know, I thought it was interesting last week that I came away from last week with the with the concept that someone could be absolutely saying yes to spirit in how they follow their spiritual path and do violent acts in terms of going to war. And that was the first time that that I had really been surprised by the answer of saying yes to spirit. And I thought, because I, I had the idea that saying yes to spirit always, if we stopped and thought about it, that it would lend itself to how I think, of course. You of know. course, the yes, way you think yes, yes, the yes. right way. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So um, so I thought the trick was just getting everybody to stop and think. But uh, to think of the idea that if we stopped and thought, still some people would feel like violence or war was the right thing to do. The same way that people think that converting you to my religion is the right thing to do because, of course, my religion is the direct path. Mm. Or the only path or the, the best only way to path. get to heaven, right, right. And I'm saying yes to spirit when I'm telling you that, you know, because you have said a certain thing or because you live a certain way, you're going to hell. Oh, you just thought of another example. Yeah, there you go. You know, I think we do a lot of things. I think we, the human race, uh-huh. do a lot of things um, in the name of God. Uh-huh. That really is in the name of a human, a guy to whom we have ascribed human characteristics. Oh, well, there's the connect the dots then, because if that's the uh, the idea of saying yes to spirit in terms of violence, that that would be a human characteristic, then within synchronicity, you know, I think that's just pure spirit when we're in the flow or in the synchronicity of life. So there's my connect the dots. Thank you, Tracy. Glad to be of service. 
it's uh, it's not uh, it's not as direct as it usually is, but it's something. It's something. And something is important for you. <laughs> and I feel better. Now we can have a break and talk right. about synchronicity. Yeah, because I would be like, you know, there is no connection. Let's move on. <laughs> but, no, we have a connection now. And, yes, <laughs> we'll take a quick break and come back and talk about synchronicity. <laughs> Encouraging me on my spiritual path, encouraging us all on our spiritual path. Talking today about synchronicity. When I look at that word spelled, I always think of serendipity. I love. Ooh. They kind of, their definitions kind of match each other. Kind of connect somehow. And I do think synchronicity. Um, is that another way of saying coincidence? Does the word coincidence come to your mind? when? Well, when all things are aligned, um, and it might feel like it's coincidental, or it might just feel like um, I've, I'm juggling eight balls and they're all working well together. And but a lot of times, I think mostly when we use synchronicity, we do mean it in what we think of as, oh, that's a coincidence, but it happened. Mm-hmm. And Wow. And, and and I didn't make it happen. Right. And there's a 12-step saying that's uh, fairly fairly famous that coincidence is God's way of staying anonymous. Yes. And I do think that that applies to serendipity in, in my life when I can think of times that I just seem to be living in that serendipitous synchronicity place. I really do connect those two words. Everything just seems so effortless, and I do believe that is when I am most connected to spirit. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I when I think of synchronicity, I think of how everything is is lined up beyond my in my personal ability mm-hmm. to make it fall in place that way. That um, so for me, it's a little bit different than. Coincidence. So I think of coincidence when um, I'm thinking of calling someone and then they call me. Okay. Or I'm thinking about someone and I find out that they were sick that day. And, you know, I want to say, oh, that was, what a coincidence that we were on the same wavelength Mm. or that we, you know, ended up at the same place. Um, 
I went to see a movie by myself a few months ago, and as I was leaving the theater at the end of the movie, two really good friends, now I'm walking up the aisle to leave the theater, and I see two of my really good friends who happen to be in the same theater. Oh, that's cool. Watching the same film on the same day at the same showing, and then we walked out together and went and had lunch. Love it. And for me, that's kind of coincidence. But I think of synchronicity more like when I'm working on um, I'm working on a project or four, <laughs> and the everything just falls into place. Like the things that I thought were going to be a barrier or a deadline that was going to be missed. I wasn't going to get the information, and it all falls into place so that the end result is achieved. Mm-hmm. For me, that's kind of the synchronicity. So they're really close, but I have a little bit of a distinction. I get you. And this synchronicity, I liked when you said the barriers open up. Um, I had an example a few months ago of this impending doom of this thing that was going to happen like the middle of July and I started probably the middle of last August <laughs> thinking oh come 11 months from now this thing's going to happen and then you know throughout the next 11 months I would ebb and flow in like being in total panic to slight anxiety to oh it'll all work out but mostly you know total panic and slight anxiety over the, over the next 11 months and then when I got to mid-July of this last of this year, several months ago, things just happened. Like answers came that I would never have been able to predict. And as I was kind of sitting in my car one day and just in awe of it, I got a very clear impression or feeling or knowing or little God saying, a big God saying, uh, you know, I couldn't part the Red Sea until you got here. Yes. And I was really clear that that my nervousness about things that I see like oh there's a cliff there and I can't tell if it's you know thirty feet or a thousand feet or if there's a rope there for me to rappel down on, but you know really nothing can get done until I get to the cliff, and I tend to be way too much in anxiety and worry about there it is, I see it, I know I'm approaching it. And instead of just having this trust that the synchronicity of things, you know, I'll get up there and there'll be this little bridge just two feet down that I can step down to that I don't see, you know, 100 yards back. Yes. That would be saying yes to spirit. That would be saying yes to spirit. The spirit that doesn't say go to war, spirit. Now I have to, like, qualify my spirit. Oh, no. Here we go. (laughs) Okay, I'll let that go. Um, so uh, I can't listen to that come up every week for the next two months. <laughs> but it is interesting how serendipity keeps coming to my mind, synchronicity. But uh, synchronicity of the timing of things has to be in its own timing. Another 12-step saying is God's timing. You yeah. know, that there's certain things that happen in certain times that are, and I don't believe in destiny or you know, like on next Tuesday at 3 o'clock something is destined to happen or there's some divine 
you know, thing that's going to happen at a certain time. I think the overall theme of our lives are divinely led, and that every experience in all of our lives is really a mosaic and a quilt towards the highest good. So even those things that happen that certainly we don't see as good in the moment, you know, it's part of that quilt. It's part of that overall divine design. But um, the the synchronicity of timing, again, I'm really wanting myself to remember that the timing happens in the timing that is here and now. I can't do timing for next week or solve a problem that I think is going to come up next month today. Yes. That was your time to talk then. Yeah, well, I'm thinking about, I'm taking in and thinking about what you were saying, and it's like, yeah, that resonates with me. So the uh, definition of synchronicity is the simultaneous occurrence of events that appear significantly related but have no discernible causal connection. So let's see if we can find Say something. Say that a different way. Yeah. Um Meaning that synchronicity is an apparently meaningful coincidence in time of two or more similar identical events. But I like the first one better. It's the simultaneous occurrence of events. So one, or two or more events happen simultaneously, and they appear significantly related, but they have no discernible causal connection. So. There was nothing intentional that caused them to happen simultaneously or caused them to happen. I didn't line it up that way, but they are happening in a way that supports each other or that align with each other without it appearing that there was a discernible cause, a definite intent or intentional cause on the act of someone. So does that mean it's sort of... Random? Would we use the word random then? I wouldn't. You wouldn't? Oh. Well, okay. If I were thinking with um, with my human brain only and edging spirit out, then I'm. it might seem random, but probably I'd say, wow, it's a coincidence or wow, it's synchronicity that this is happening and this is a you know, A is happening and B is happening. Wow, it's we're really in sync. You know, we say we're in sync. Oh, as a yeah, all right. Phrase of synch- representing synchronicity. Um, and random, I think I said no, I wouldn't say it, but I think that's because I. It's been a long time since I have thought of anything as random. I see. So random seems less spirit. Well, I mean, I don't even think of it being random because I know there's a divine design and I know that even though we have individual human will, you know, that that keeps things from being random and that universal law is is paying attention to all of our conscious and subconscious thoughts. And so everything that happens is in serving in serving those conscious and unconscious thoughts to come about so it's not random at all. 
So, anyway, I don't think anything is random. Random, yeah. Now, you just hit on a very deep, very pondering philosophical philosophical pondering that I have. Okay. Are you, are you buckling ready? my seatbelt? <laughs> Let me see if I can explain it because it's so deep. <laughs> but it's so interesting to me. And it does, because you just said, okay, you said the divine. Universal laws responding to our conscious and subconscious thoughts. Okay. So, everything that I think, everything that I believe creates the outcome of my life is a science of mind, uh, new thought statement, correct? Would that be the divine law? Would that be the Reader's Digest version? It depends on how you're going to interpret it. My belief, my thought, creates my experience. That's a a sentence, period, correct? Is that a Reader's Digest version of the law? Yes. My beliefs, my thoughts create my experience, period. Yeah, except there's not really a period there. Okay. What comes after that? Oh, I'm trying not to anticipate where you're going. <laughs> but but I, that's when, when people say that, mm-hmm. it's not just me. I'm also at effect of the collective mind, the collective consciousness. And so what I do directs the law to create what I am. But if my if my desire or my intention to be a certain way or have something is not stronger than my historical patterns mm-hmm. or it's not stronger or more prevalent than the greater consciousness of my community or my family or my or my the world I live in, then it's not that the universe is confused or it's not and it's not that the universal law is not hearing what I'm saying I want. It's just that it's part of this bigger thing. So I am ninety percent? No, I think that I am a hundred percent, but if I'm not a hundred percent thinking about and choosing, then then I am gonna get what is predominant, which you know, a lot of times when I talk to friends and, you know, they're telling me all about what's in the news and the death and the killing, and I'm, and I'm like, okay, but I don't want that in my consciousness as a way to be in the world. I know it happens. I'm not in denial, but I'm not going to, on September 11, 2011, 10th anniversary, I'm not going to watch four and a half or five hours of the World Trade Center being you know, hit by airplanes again, because I'm not wanting, that's not what I'm wanting to reinforce in my life or in the world. Right. No, no, I get that. I get that. Yeah. So, anyway, so when we stop at um, your thoughts create your life, but we don't say that it still has to be, you know, I think you've talked on the show before about this whole idea of, you know, it has to be 51%. percent mm-hmm. If you say you want to... Um, you want to earn $100,000 this year, and you say that on January 1st, and that's the thought you have and the intention you set. And then you don't think about it or say it anymore, but every week or every time you get a paycheck or money, you say something like, 
you know, that reinforces what you're already making, $30,000 a year or $50,000 a year, or I can never have what I really want, or I can't afford to buy a new car, or I can't afford, then those are the messages. That's what you're really thinking. Right. No, I get that. I get all that. Okay, so. You almost guessed it right, but you didn't quite guess it. Well, I didn't guess yet. I was trying to, like, I was just reacting to when people stop at your thoughts create your life, that's only a part of that's a, the law. That's only a part of it. That's a, uh, what is my other favorite thing to say? That's one of the little caveats. Yes, oh. yes, caveats. Yeah, I mean, I think it's cute. It's easy to say, but there's really, that's really not the end of the sentence, or shouldn't be. Shouldn't be. And, and, and you bring up the idea of the collective mind and the idea of the deeper-seated, perhaps, slightly unconscious beliefs that I might hold that are based on psychology or my history or, you know, other things that are, you know, that I'm not conscious of all the time, which is kind of like this other thing that I'm now thinking of another other thing <laughs> that um, is a deep philosophical question. So, so we have the superficial idea thoughts, beliefs create life. But then this synchronicity by the definition that you read, you know, these unknown things come about or unknown mm-hmm. unexpected unexpected events. events. So connecting with my thinking about mysticism and the idea of this divine energy that's out there that's that is working for me. My spiritual teacher, Reverend Beatrice, will always say that the cards uh, are stacked in my favor. Yes. So this entity that is working for me, kind of aligning the stars for me, turning all the lights green metaphorically for me, that is part of the synchronicity of if I get into that flow, if I start to follow the green light, life, yes. then I get to go faster because I'm in the green light life, in the green light lane of life. Ooh, that could be a bumper sticker. And, um, but that's a dance, in my thinking, that's a dance, that's a cooperative human experience with this spirit or this divine that is actually actively working for me, which I don't hear in my Sunday experience and new thought, when I listen to and read about some of the things Ernest Holmes says and some of the things I hear in the new thought church centers, um, it's more about that mechanical law. And it's more about change your thinking, change your life. And it's more about, and I... The deep philosophical question for me is, I think I've just exhausted myself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? In the last couple of years, I've really, oh, I just can't change my thinking anymore. I need a green light from the outside. Can't, can't there just be one green light that comes to me that I didn't have to think my way towards? And so I'm <laughs> looking for this. This is when we need that camera. Because Tracy's face is like, oh, my golly. So this idea that there's, there's synchronicity out there that there's this divine energy working for my good 
um, the synchronicity to me, how we're talking about it in terms of this, seems to feed my desire, my hope, my my want as a small child that there is a Santa Claus. You know, that there well, is divine something. divine mind knows better than anything <laughs> I'm thinking and will save me from my own no, mind. I don't go that extreme, but I just that but there's some... That there's some, you know, and I and I in when I was working within a Christian mystic order and that time of my life, it was much more seeped with that there is an omnipotent energy or force that is actively working for me. Yes. And I guess I don't hear that so much in the New Thought philosophy. It is philosophy. actively working for you. Through my thoughts and beliefs, which I then have to work. See, I'm looking to be, you don't have to be able to lay on the couch and eat pie and have, you know, not in selection. But, you know, that there's something with uh-huh. me. Not to that extreme. <laughs> the, At least not the, on the radio. <laughs> in Alabama, they used to have a saying that, uh, you know, we, uh, we can work the steps or something like this, but we have to shower too. You know, and I understand we have to do the work of the world. I get that. But, um, but, Synchronicity, getting back to this, seems to, by that definition of what you were saying earlier, seems to indicate that there's this divine force that maybe I'm a drop of and there's this ocean of, and I get that we talk about that metaphor in New Thought, but, you know, that that this ocean of divine force can take my little drop and just, choo, send it through the, did you get that visual with the, choo, did you see that little drop just going through the, Kind of like the jet stream. Now that I, it's like the jet stream where you just move so quickly. Okay. She's laughing at me now. So I'm going to have to go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm loving I'm this. I'm not laughing, so you're not laughing with me. You're laughing at me. No, I love this. And, and it's part of why I love that we do the show, you know, and that we just have the conversation in real time so that, it is um, unfolding naturally, um, but I what listening to you makes me understand how strongly I believe what I believe. Do you know yes. what I mean? Uh, like that's what I I'm good for. <laughs> believe that this omnipresent spirit, this omnipresent energy, is always propelling us. Forward, like the jet stream, like the jet stream, and that when we're defining what it means to move forward, however we're defining that, then that's what we get more of. And if we're not defining it intently or intentionally, then we get the cumulative effect. We can move forward with velocity in whatever is in the cumulative record of our life experience. And sometimes I think what happens with synchronicity when we go, wow, I'm just so pleased that this has happened, but I didn't plan it. You know, some I think there are a couple of things that came to mind when I was listening to you. One is sometimes we are part of someone else's story. So the right person may show up because they asked for 
or they were clear about, and and we're there to serve their story. Uh-huh. And sometimes it is our own story, our intention, that other people then show up to participate in or to play in. And um, and that overall there is an overall story. And that's why I think the human consciousness or the community you live in or the morals or values in your religion or faith or your country or your state begin to drive um, a lot of things that happen unless you are really in an intentional way reminding the universe, no, this is what I want. This is who I am in the world. Don't get me confused with the flaw of averages. You know, don't don't get, I think that's why people can have a spontaneous healing. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think it's so much that, you know, this God outside of you reached down and tapped you on the head and said, oh, yes, you, we'll heal you. But I think it's that, that, um, intent, whether it's, you know, a thousand people praying, using prayer energy Mm -hmm. to shift, you know, to shift the subconscious and the universal mind, or whether it's one person who's like, oh, for stage four cancer, four to six months to live. Oh, no, that is not my story. That is not happening to me. I'm not fighting about it. It's just, no, that is not what's going on with me. And then, you know, every waking hour, knowing that and living in a way that's like, no, I don't have cancer. The doctors have found something and they have labeled it cancer, but no, sorry, that's not who I am. And I'm about this and I'm about that and I'm doing this and you continue to do it and then you go to surgery two weeks later and the doctors are like I know that your x-ray had a tumor you know and that it was in four organs and we can't find it right that I that I think those are the the demonstrations of the power of the mind and it seems like synchronicity that the right or the right doctor shows up or the right treatment shows up that you weren't even looking for, but somebody calls you and says or sends you an email and says, "I heard you, you know, had lung cancer, and have you heard about this treatment?" Mm-hmm. And you didn't even talk to that person, but because of a mutual friend or the grapevine. You know, they heard what was going on and they send you something. And the same day, you get a call from a cousin or a friend or an ex-lover who you've always wanted to hear from, and they don't even know that something's going on with you. And they call to tell you, I really, I just wanted to tell you how much I appreciate what you did 15 years ago and how it changed my life. That's like... It's synchronicity that on a day when I'm having what I think is the worst day of my life because of this diagnosis, then I get that call reminding me I have made an impact in the world. And so to use your example, which is a good example or a good statement of, you know, God coming from the outside in and saying (laughs) your cancer is cured, your cancer is not. But yours not, right. So um, and, and that is really that that's always been kind of one of my concerns when people say and I and I sat in you know, I think I said that story the other day, I sat in the jail circle and 
people were talking about using the language that God had answered one woman's prayer because she got probation and she was going home the next day. And, you know, by definition, they were kind of setting up a scenario where this one woman who just had gotten horrible news, but, you know, we're sort of giving the indication that her prayer wasn't answered, that God was right. choosing not to answer her prayer. And I just really don't believe that. But I believe, and I think that this, that God is constantly, spirit, whatever you want to call it, is constantly sending out, everybody's healed, everybody's prayers are answered, everybody, everybody, everybody. And it's that synchronicity is me getting in line with that energy that's already healed, that's already whole, that's already, there's just, and, and so the synchronicity is me aligning with that, Go ahead. Aligning and allowing. So the quote I was looking for, but I don't have the right book in arm's reach, there's a quote about, uh, an Ernest Holmes quote, talking about setting up a receiving center. Mm. And so often when we think of God as a 911 God, you know, I'm in big trouble here, I got to call 911 and I spell it G-O-D. When we think of God like that, and then the outcome doesn't look exactly like we thought it was would, you know, it's kind of this on again, off again relationship. But when I set up when I intentionally set up a receiving center that I can receive my good and I can receive everything that I receive is gonna be based on what I ask for and what mm-hmm. I decide in terms of you know, who I want to be and how I want to be in the world, then a lot of times what happens is we go pray to this 911 God and we have a very narrow, it's like we can only receive the answer to that prayer in a very specific way. And I'm not trying to imply that being specific is wrong, but a lot of times the answer to the prayer is coming and just, or is present. It's just not in a way that we can recognize it because we haven't opened our arms out wide. We're holding them really close, like almost a tunnel vision. And so if someone is really sick and they or has a diagnosis and they say, I want to be healed, even though this sounds harsh to say it, death might be the healing that's required that is appropriate, physical death in the human form. Mm -hmm. So if I say I want to be healed, healing whatever emotional and physical pain that I am in, death could be the healing. And we see that often in our culture as it's a punishment or God was ignoring me or God was not hearing my prayer. Or the healing that I... I ask to be healed, and that means I also have to do some things so I have the opportunity to forgive, you know, because the healing piece, you know, requires me to forgive someone or to forgive myself for something that I did 20 years ago. And so... God may be providing me that opportunity to heal because this person calls or shows up, and then I don't forgive. 
so I can't receive the healing. Does that make any sense? It's deep. It's very deep. That means it doesn't make any sense. No, it's making a little bit of sense. Well, um, we've got a caller uh, from area code 519, and maybe I should maybe be it makes sense that question. <laughs> um, caller, are you with us? From area code 519? Okay, so um, maybe it didn't make sense to them either. <laughs> Well, but one of the things we love about our callers is they can always just add their own perspective. So, And we also know that sometimes people dial in to listen to the show, not to actually uh, participate. Yes. Right, yes. So, so it's in the idea of um, that the physical healing, the, the serendipity of serendipity, synchronicity around coming coming through, coming having some sort of um, secondary opportunity. Um, I have a, a book. It's Louise Hay is a fairly famous person that connects physical uh, things with emotional states of being or different emotional things that are going on that create physical symptoms. And there was a, a huge book that I got called Messages from the Body it does that same thing in a very detailed way, and it's um, it's the idea that whatever manifests in the body, there's a message in it, and if I look at the message, if I heal the message, then the physical out picturing doesn't need to get my attention anymore. Right. And I think that's kind of what you were saying that there's something to be healed other than just the healing of the physical, and then sometimes the healing can be that the physical thing manifests in death, right? Is that what you're saying? It's not necessarily yeah, or, a law. You know, or, you know, in our, in our culture in the U.S., we consider death a medical event, not a just natural progression of the fact that the physical body serves a purpose and when that purpose, you know, that it can, it will deteriorate at a certain point in time. At least that's what we culturally believe. And so, um, you know, we, when someone passes, it's what did they die of or what was wrong with them, uh, what did they have. And so sometimes when our, our, our purpose for being has served its course, we don't know any other way to, you know, we don't know how to simply say, you know what, I am complete here. What I came to life, to earth, to humanity to do has been fulfilled. And, you know, I believe that we actually have the power to simply decide that, that it, when it's in resonance, that when oh, yeah. we got our life lessons and that we literally could go to sleep. Yes, I'm actually going pass. to do that. Yes, I and do. that's my the American too. Indian. Right, or right when they will go off into the into the journey. Right, and um, and I I believe that, but I think in general culturally we don't, and so sometimes when we um, acquire illnesses or we are in a car crash or you know sometimes it's always tragic for those of us who are left behind and we feel that loss. 
So I don't minimize that in any way. But because if we don't have any other way to leave the planet, then sometimes when we say we want to be healed, again, that answer could look like death because, or could show up in a form of death because actually we have fulfilled our primary purpose. And, and in our mind, we don't believe we could just stop. See, I think that'd be a fantastic show, Death. Have we done a show on death? We've done a show on death, but it's been oh, a while. Slept since then. We could do another one based on our current uh-huh. understanding. Our current, of death. our current wisdom of the day, and the and the synchronicity of, you know, again, synchronicity lining up. It's usually the way I think it should look. Is the way you know synchronicity would. Be, well, perhaps. that's when I notice it. Right. So what I just thought about was when we started the show, when we started doing the Say Yes to Spirit show. Over a year ago. A year and a half. Yes. Long time ago. A year and a half, 18 months ago. Um, Leading up to that, there was a lot of synchronicity. Yes. In terms of us meeting, meeting. us talking, uh, sitting down and saying, well, you know, we didn't meet a, to create a, an Internet radio show. Right. We met to just have a conversation about, well, what might we do together, you know, might we do just what? you to be my mentor, my little business mentor. But, you know, what, what might we do together? Where's there some overlap? And the idea seemed to come from nowhere. Just mm-hmm. as an idea. Well, you know, what about doing a show on the radio? And what would if we? And then, yeah, that's a good idea. Well, then, what would it be about? And these ideas came, but the synchronicity was was in the loss of forms. We both had daytime hours available. We both had some commonalities in terms of our spiritual beliefs. We both were really intrigued by this idea, and I had never thought about doing a show on this topic. No, no never, no. And so there was a lot. I of didn't know you could do it. Synchronicity, uh, in terms of how this show, which of course then there's no surprise that the theme, say yes to spirit, is all about just showing up. So you know that we couldn't, have, we didn't plan that. Neither mm-hmm. one of us sat in, you know, and the fact that a blog talk radio was available as a platform, the reality of, you know, people who wanted to listen to the show and said it was a good idea, I mean, all of that could be on the list of synchronicity, how this came together. I wonder if you look back at any experience, if there would be some element of synchronicity to it. Because it's probably fairly unlikely, even as masterful as I can be, that I would be able to control, control the events of all things. So see, it seems like synchronicity almost is a natural part of the day, but I don't always um, define it as that. I don't always appreciate it as that. And somehow I um, consider my thoughts or my belief system 
and you know being the drop of the ocean and the whole ocean and I use all these different metaphors but that synchronicity is part of the natural design that maybe it, it's more of a um more part of the dance than I, I had been giving it credit for. I've been thinking of it as a separate thing that sometimes pops up every now and again. I love that. But maybe it's not. Maybe it's I love that. Again. And I actually, I think that is true. I think that if we say yes to spirit, the more we say yes to spirit, the more we will notice synchronicity in our life. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we talk about, or you'll hear people talk about, yeah, I'm in the flow. Yes. Well, yeah, when we're always in the flow. It's just sometimes we notice it, and usually we notice it either when we are, when things are going what seem to be the exact opposite of what we want, or things are going like 120% of what we want. And then it's like, ooh, I'm in the flow now. In the green light lane. I, we're always in the flow. So what is it that is feeding yeah, and so we're always synchronicity is always happening around Available. us. Available. Yeah, it's happening around us constantly. But like you said, we don't notice it because you know we're focused on what we're doing or what we're saying, and we're not even noticing that you know something is happening either with people, events, or just our environment mm-hmm. that's really supporting what we want. So. Mm-hmm. So it is complete synchronicity, complete synchronicity that I came home from a series of meetings yesterday and sat down to look at email and looked around my office and said, you know what, I want to clean up my office, clean up my file cabinets and move stuff around with no shoulds, coulds, ought tos, maybes, no anxiety, even though it, no, in a conscious sense it's a monumental task. Yeah, that's where you should have a camera. <laughs> monumental. A monumental task. But I didn't have any of that. Well, so it may seem like it was just a coincidence that I had that thought, but I'm realizing more and more that it's synchronicity more more than coincidence if there is a distinction because I'm taking the Prosperity Plus class. Right. And there's even two or three weeks ago, one of the assignments was to do clearing and cluttering at least 10 to 15 minutes a day. Little stuff. Don't take on a big project, but, you know, you're in the kitchen and you're waiting for the water to boil because you're cooking pasta open a, the, the silverware drawer and just clear out anything or, or reorganize it, you know, or you're waiting in line at the drive through at McDonald's, you know, open your glove compartment and do some clearing. Throw out that receipt from two years, those 10 receipts from two years ago. Um, and that was the assignment. It was not, and it, they were clear, don't take anything you know, don't think you have to go clean out your garage. Right. But just 10 to 15 minutes a day, get in the habit of clearing. So it's, it's total synchronicity, right, that I've had this in my mind for two or three weeks, mm-hmm. small. Mm-hmm. And then I sit down, and it's like a four-day project to, to totally redo my office. And 
but it felt like ease and grace and, you know, and I worked on it for a good seven hours. And so this synchronicity, does that come with good and grace and, you know, those words you just used, is that another indication if it's effortless, if it's well, I, yeah, I think that's one reason I, I, that definition hit me because it's no conscious or intentional cause, which would mean effortless. Everything is simply falling into place. Right, which means there is a Santa Claus. <laughs> it's effortless. It falls in place. Yes, because of what you've been thinking and the intention that you've been setting in the world. So you don't have to effort it. You don't have to But that implies work. that I had all that effort in the past and now I'm getting paid off on. Well, you know Can't what's I really just... interesting is that if I truly believe synchronicity is always present, yes, then it's even though the example I used was effortless and it was grace and it just and I feel really good about yes. it. Yes. Synchronicity is also happening when I get the bill that I don't have any idea how I'm going to pay, and I see, and my emotional reaction is, here's another example. But your emotional reaction is not synchronicity. No, but I'm seeing the event of getting this bill and then having this other thing happen, that the synchronicity is reflecting that, you know, whatever false beliefs I have. I mean, you know, whatever subconscious beliefs or values that are under there. And it's it's still all synchronicity. I just don't want to notice it because I think of synchronicity as, wow, woo-hoo, good things are happening. Whoa, isn't this great? So now you're saying synchronicity can be the red light lane? Oh, I don't want to think that. I don't want to think it, but, you know, you think universal it? law is universal law. That's and it is always working then it is always working to give us more and to align and to conspire for whatever we have set the intention for. But that's that's my human choice. Well so it depends on how which lane I'm in. Whichever lane you're choosing, the universe says yes. Right. And then allow and then conspires to have things happen that serve whatever lane you have chosen. Mm -hmm. So if you if you are living and believing you live in the red light lane, then it really is synchronicity that you stub your toe and then you go into your car and you're out of gas and then you get gas and then that makes you 15 minutes late for work. All of that is synchronicity. Read that too. definition again. Does it say positive? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Mm-mm. It just says. It's just, it's just, it's just uh, an occurrence, flat. a simultaneous occurrence of events that appear related, that appear significantly related. So that fascinating. When you read that definition earlier, I just had a positive. You know, I put the word that it. Yeah. And that right. have no discernible causal connection. I think you're right. It's so if I stub my toe and then I get in my car and I'm about to run out of gas and then I have to stop and get gas, but I forgot my debit card. And so, or you know, so then I have to count the quarters in my in my um, change in my change wherever I have changed, so that I can get a couple dollars worth of gas to get to work. And then I get to work, and I'm 15 minutes late. And it happens to be the day that my boss is waiting for me, and then my boss is upset. 
And then an hour later, I'm on a, you know, it's like all of that Were you stuff. following me yesterday? Yeah. <laughs> all of that stuff, it, they're simultaneous or related <laughs> occurrences right. of events that appear related. I, I label it as I'm having a really bad day. Life is not on my side. What did I do to, you know, that's how I'm, they're related. But they didn't have a discernible causal connection in terms of I didn't consciously choose them, but every time something happened, I reinforced it. Reaffirmed that. I re- right. This is the kind of day I'm having. So more of that comes. It's universal law at work. No, and I get that. And it's synchronicity in the human perspective, as if it just magically occurred. But... To get into the red light, to get out of the red light lane into the green light lane is my human choice, I think. Absolutely. And, but the fact that that green light lane is still operating right alongside me stubbing my toe and getting late and not having enough money and blah, 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 blah. It's almost like a... uh, Dual experience. Parallel. Parallel. Yes, that's the metaphysical word I was looking for. And so at any moment, I can energetically jump back and forth from one to the other, my choice. And I guess maybe more than a Santa Claus or something or or the work of the divine thinking of the law, you know, the like you said, spontaneous healing, that that jumping back and forth can be more spontaneous than hours and hours of laborious work of changing my thinking. And, oh, my golly, this whole law thing is so heavy and hard. I have 49 years to overcome. How am I ever going to get 51% good? I'll be dead. I have 50 years. That is psychology, not spirituality. (laughs) So the spirituality is I can jump back and forth pretty quickly. Well, the spirituality is I don't have to jump back and forth. Ah, even smarter. <laughs> the spirituality. Ah. The say yes to spirit response ah. is I live in the divine flow of the good. I have a life that is perfect for me. I, You know, it's like where are we? But because we're human, because we are spiritual beings having a human experience, we will find ourselves in the red light lane. Just on a surprise. Just, just yeah. Just on a road. Whoa. whoa. And part of that is, yeah, we pick up the 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 consciousness of everybody around us. What's on the media? What we learn. I am aware now. I'll have a visceral. That's the word I couldn't say last week. I'll have a physical reaction when I'm around somebody that's really negative now. My body will react to that. And I will absolutely, and I'll do this little white light shield thing where I'll put it up and I'll be like, oh, you know, that's about them. That energy doesn't have to come into me. And I think in the past, I was such a, just a conduit for anybody's energy. (laughs) I'd be walking around going, oh, 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 you know. So it's an interesting thing to be able to see that, that, that energy around me is really outside of me, and I don't have to let it just come in and wash over me, and then I can stay in, control's not the right word, but I can stay in my own little 
silo of alignment and allowing. I like that, alignment and allowing. And I can live in the world, you know. I, I don't want to live not in the world. Yes, you do. You want to walk through the world. <laughs> well, yes, yeah, so I want to live in the world while I do that. That's the fun part is living in the world and showing people, look, you too can walk through a wall. I tried to do that the other day, actually, at the jail. <laughs> didn't work. It didn't work too Not well there yet. Not there yet. But well, I thought we maybe we'll do another show and have a conversation a metaphorically walking through the wall. Oh, that, that would good. be a good show. That would walking be walking through the wall of doubt, walking through the wall of fear, walking through the wall of, of yes. pain and yes. suffering and loss and right. that would be a great show. Let's do that next week. Do we have anything we're talking about next week? Um, we, we could do that next week, I think. I think. What's next week? I don't know, but I like that. Next week is, uh, yeah, we could do that next week. It's the week after that. You've got something planned to talk about? Well, we could do that next week. Walking through walls. Ooh, I like, I like that. I like that a lot. I love that. Walking through walls. That, somehow, I, just with the title, yes. it's like that's going to be a show not to miss. And I, and I can already connect the dots to synchronicity. So we'll wait till next week. <laughs> and we'll see if you remember. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so... Um, what else on synchronicity and saying yes to spirit? Is there spiritual practice that can help us be in the green light lane of synchronicity that's mm. always there now? And I agree with you that the synchronicity is in the red light lane as well, but I'm going to choose to... Yeah, we like talking yeah. about it as making all the good things happen in mm. the world. Um, yeah, I think, well, several times as we've talked, I've thought about the power of affirmation. Oh, yes. And then the... the um, the whole concept of setting up a receiving center, and I think we need to do a future future show soon on receiving and allowing. Yes, that would be very good, and that's a huge thing. There's a lot of psychology versus spirituality, not versus and or both and. And actually, um, so walking through walls will be our next show, but it won't be next week, because next week we are taking a hiatus break. Um, Actually, we're doing a meditation retreat, and so we will not be on the air. But the week after that, we'll do walking through walls. And we will be so much more (laughs) in the green light lane after, and you know, wherever you are, you can take advantage of workshops, even if it's on the Internet, if you're in a rural community that doesn't have a a spiritual center that offers workshops, that's a huge spiritual practice. And to do that certainly does energize me. It will be a a shot of adrenaline next week to have six hours of that, and um, we will absolutely have lots of good things to share when we come back that following week. Absolutely. So that's it this week for Say Yes to Spirit. Um, we will be back if you are, are missing us terribly next week. Remember, we have archive. 18 months of archives right. available to you, and some of those shows are really, really amazing. So until we talk again, say yes to, to spirit. spirit.
Alexa, play meant to be. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get access to over 50 million songs. Download the Amazon Music app today.